You're listening to 7-Minute Stories with Aaron Califato. This episode, The Fish. I remember watching a documentary when I was a kid, and I don't remember the kind of fish, but it it, it followed this school of fish in the middle of the ocean, thousands of fish, and it explored the complex nature of how those fish came to be, the eggs that were hatched and all the things that they had to go through in order just to be able to survive, and then when you would watch them swim, how they swam with such precision and such beauty and how their consciousness was really just a collective consciousness that moved them back and forth. And it was a story of not just survival, but visual beauty. And maybe they didn't see themselves, they were just behaving as beautiful, but to watch them with the naked eye, to see how this this force of nature moved, it was incredibly beautiful. But then you also realize at the end of this documentary, this, this school of fish end up usually every season at this one certain part of the ocean or the seasonal seas, and they end up in this one area where they then become the food for all the other animals and prey in that area. I mean, the other animals and the prey depend on these fish. And the fucking seagulls are coming down and eating them and other types of birds are dive bombing into the ocean and ripping them apart. I mean, just guts all over the place. I'm five years old, I'm watching this. Sharks come and are eating the fish. Other fish are eating the fish. Every single thing that could ate these fish. And there were thousands of fish in this beautiful school and they were dead, fucking destroyed, fucking massacred. Little fish bits and blood floating all over in the ocean. And I watched this as a five-year-old kid. I was terrified. Not just because of the violence that I saw when I was five and I thought fish were really cool, but because of the fact that these fish in their own being had a sense of purpose. They worked so hard within themselves, not as conscious humans, but just as living organisms that experienced existence, that experienced consciousness. And, and they were shaped genetically to be able to survive. And I thought to myself, is their only function just to be food? And if I was a fish, I would be really angry about this. If I could think like a fish, and if, I was, if one of those fish had the kind of brain structure that a human being has, and they said, you know what? This is bullshit. You've got to be kidding me about this. You're telling me I've done all of this. I've survived thousands and thousands of years, probably longer than human beings. And you're telling me the end result of every single season that the majority of my friends and comrades you're telling us my purpose is to be somebody's lunch? Thank God those fish don't know. Because in a way, ignorance is bliss. As a young kid, I wasn't ignorant. I was very aware, especially after watching a documentary like that. I was very aware. And I remember laying in my bed, and for about three or four nights straight, there was this it was like a blue mist that came into my window, my bedroom window, when I was sleeping. And it would just form into this, felt like an imposing figure. It was really terrifying. I, this is not Art Bell. This is not George Norrie. 
This is not coast to coast. This was a real experience that I remember having. And it could be, maybe, I've considered my imagination. I could have been completely making this up. Or, you know, kids, their minds, and when we're children, our minds, I think, function a little differently. And there's so many things happening that I could have just had a wild imagination. But I, I don't think that's what it was. I never had an experience like that before or again. And I even remember pinching myself. That pinching trick to be able to wake yourself up, I pinched and I pinched and I pinched and I didn't, I didn't wake up. I, I was there and this blue mist would kind of form into this imposing figure and it would just lean over the bed right over top of me. And I remember I was completely terrified. And I just would pull the covers over my head and I would just sit there and pray that it would, it would leave. I mean, I would be shaking. I would pray that it would leave and it would be there for some time and eventually sometimes it would just fall asleep or after what seemed like hours I would pull down the covers and it would be gone well this happened for like three or four nights and one of the mornings I asked my mom or I told her about it first I was afraid but she gave me some simple advice she said why don't you just ask it to leave and I thought I didn't really ever consider that. I mean, I was just a victim to my environment. But I thought, I'm not a fish. I mean, I have more powers. I have the power of speech. I can I can, I can, hit this motherfucker. I can fight. I can do something. And so I remember waiting one night for it to come into the window. And it did. It came into the window. And it formed. And I remember with like a man voice, I had like a little five-year-old voice, but with a man voice, it came out of me and I was like, get out, get out. Couldn't believe that came out of me. And it did. And I never saw it again. And I felt in that moment, I had some power. But maybe... Maybe I'm as blind as a fish. I hope you enjoyed the episode. A lot of people have been coming up to Aaron and I at parties, sending emails and calling to tell us how much they love the podcast and ask when the next episode's coming out. A great way to stay connected is to visit the website, 7minutestoriespod.com. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, let more people know what you think about Aaron and his storytelling by rating and leaving a review. Lastly, the biggest compliment you can give us is to share your favorite episode with friends on social media. Thanks again for listening.